Next question is from Zach. I work in trade as a bricklayer. It's a super physical job and I've got a timeline on my career. What should I do to prepare for change? So I think what Zach is saying in this question is because of the physicality of the job, he's only able to do it for probably another few years before it has too much of a toll on his body. I will say, as a side note, my husband Sam owns a trade business in concreting. So we've been talking about this in our family of what's the end point? Like, how do you have an exit strategy when you work in a really physical job and it's not something you can do forever? So the first thing I want to say to Zach is that it's awesome you're thinking about this because I think a lot of people, because it's kind of nerve wracking, they don't think about it until it gets to the critical moment of they've done their back and now they cannot work and they have no other things lined up. So I think for you, you're thinking about this a few years ahead of time. That's a really amazing place to be. And it just positions you really well to make a transition or career move because career changes can take years to make. Like I don't see many people just making a snap decision. I think they're the outlier. Most people, a a big career change from one industry to something completely different can take years. So Zach, love what you're doing and that you're already thinking about this. Because I'm, I'm going to assume you've got three to five years left in you in bricklaying, here's what I would do. I would start by doing the deep work. And in our book, Sort Your Career Out, we talk about this. We start the book by saying you need to think about the deep parts of your career. And those are things like what are your values? So your values are the non-negotiables for you. They're kind of like your anchor. If you think about your career, they're the things that you must have in order to feel content, to feel engaged and to feel like you're doing something that aligns with who you are as a person. The next thing you need to uncover, what are you good at? So your strengths. Go back and listen to last week's episode. We talk heaps about strengths and we've got a stack of episodes on strengths actually. So, so go and listen to all those. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I want you to find out, number one, your values, number two, your strengths. And then you start to look at what jobs align with both my values and my strengths. And then the third area is what risks are you willing to take? Because anytime you make a career change, there's an element of risk. You're going to have potentially some things that you try out that you think, gee, that was terrible. Like, that was the worst move. And that's fine. We need to have a level of risk tolerance here if we're making a career change. As long as you've done that deep work first to figure out what are my values, what are my strengths, then you start to apply that risk lens and work out, okay, cool. Well, if I know that, like I'm just going to take my husband for an example because similar industry, uh, Sam, one of his values is freedom and he loves working outside. Like he would not cope working in an office environment at all. So I know that that pretty much rules out all of corporate Australia. (laughs) because he just wouldn't want to work in an office and he likes the freedom that comes with working outside and like 
When it rains, he can go for a surf or whatever. So find out what that is for you. You've got to work those out. And then that narrows your focus down. So, okay, we've eliminated all of corporate Australia office life for Sam. What would that be for him? Then what does that leave us with? And so it still might be areas of trade, but not bricklaying. So maybe it's a a career change within the construction industry, or maybe there are other things that align with your strengths, but you haven't been using them in your job. So maybe you're a really good people manager and you're good at influencing people. Well, there's stacks of jobs in that industry that could be managing people that aren't on the tools. So I guess what I want you to do is buy the book. (laughs) So shameless promotion, but Zach, you need to buy the book. First step, do the deep work, figure out your values, figure out your strengths. And then you need to start to think about what risks are you prepared to take? And then final step, as I close out this one, you need an emergency fund. Glenn talks about this. I think it's on the episode quarter life career crisis. Go back and listen because he talks about how do you prepare financially to make a career change. Zach, let us know how you go because I'm really keen to hear where things end up.